On this edition of Any Given Fun Day, we begin by talking about the Valley Cats. They start up their season on Thursday. Just cover what's going to happen with them, the changes, why to go watch them, and why not to watch them. Just kidding. Watch them. After that, we get into the Albany Empire. We talk about their season kicking off. They kick off Saturday at 7 p.m., five days till the Empire kickoff. Free tickets are involved. We talk Phil Mickelson, oldest player to ever win a major. The Yankees are hot. And then we talk a little bit about the Knicks, the Nets, the pandemic, the percentage of people in the stands that are vaccinated, not vaccinated, all that good stuff. This episode of Any Given Fun Day is, of course, brought to you by 12 Months of June Barbershop, located at 11A Vitrano Road in Albany. Find him on the Booksy app at 12 Months of June. Find him on Instagram at 12 Months of June. From there, you book your cut however you want to book your cut. But it's going to be a little while because he's a little booked out. But you go to June, you can get a fade. You can get whatever you really want. You want to get a buzz cut. You want to get something where your hair's just covered by your hair. I don't know what the hell, whatever you want. But when I go, I'm getting the VIP haircut. With the VIP, you're getting the beard, optional beard trim, of course, right? The eyebrow trim. The facial scrub, the cleansing mask, the hot towel, the straight razor finish. I will never, ever, ever, ever in my life go to another barber as long as I am in County, New York. 12 months of June, my dude. Check him out on Instagram at 12 months of June. Booksy app at 12 months of June. Super simple. If you want more information about June, what he's doing, whatever's going on with him, make sure you give me a message at Joey Haas or at Given Fun Day on Instagram. Book today. Do not wait. Ladies and gents. Let's get ready for some Valley Cats, some Albany Empire, and make sure, as always, you let the fun days roll. Gentlemen, boys, and girls, it's another episode of your favorite Capital Region sports podcast. Two fellas just sitting here, twiddling our thumbs. Right, what are you playing with over there? I have no idea. Twiddling our thumbs, having a good time. It's any given fun day. It's Joey and Ray. We're back. I'm back. Ray's back. Ray's really back. I am probably in the most shambles. In the most shambles I've been. And and you. There's something. Is that my phone? There's something wrong with your phone. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things wrong with my phone. There's a lot of things wrong with me, Joe. So I went to the Yankee game yesterday. I am sunburnt as fuck yeah. on my arms. Yeah. My knees. Uh, I have a headband tan. That's more of a burn. But hey, you know, we're here. We made it. We are here, man. I mean, the weather's been great. And I, I won't lie. As, as talented as people may think I am at points in my life, right? I'm not talented enough to put together a great podcast alone. I can't do it. I, I need, I I need my co-host. Hey, right? I need you, what, you. I liked it a lot. I think you did I mean, good. Thanks, dude. But it's just not. It, it, it's not my cup of tea. Well, and it's also just. I feel like it's so hard because when you look at it and you think about talking about something for 45 minutes straight by yourself, just trying to 
keep conversation. Try and do 50 minutes of talking to yourself. That's what I'm saying. It's like trying to talk to a girl at a bar and just keep the conversation rolling. You know what I mean? It's just not easy. Well, yeah, but at least she says something back, right? She's like, <laughs> yeah, like at least you have something to go off of. Like, I'm not looking. What if she doesn't, though? I have to say that stuff to myself. That I was know. the craziest part. I know. And I've and, and that was after day one of starting a new job, right? Start a new I know, job. I in a bad spot. Like, I'm like two days, like, you know, birthday's in two days, so I got some birthday excitement, right? Like, last week was just... A, a jam-packed week, right? Shocker started on Saturday, and that was that was that was good, you know. So I was like, I was like, yo, just put me in the fire, right? Let's go, solo dolo. I I think I did good. A little NBA playoff preview, right? You left me. You had you weren't feeling well, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get my element and my element, my comfort zone, right? Like what I cuddle. Some people have cuddle food, right? I have cuddle sports, and mine was basketball. So I just went to it and embraced it. And I just talked basketball, right? I got everybody ready for the playoffs to the best of my ability. And now they're kicked off. And here we are again, bro. The, the podcast is still rolling. You got me so ready with that podcast that I watched NBA basketball probably for the first time in three months. Well, so uh, if I, I, I'm if just I, telling you. Okay. Did I really? Like, are you not yes. kidding? No, yeah. I was watching. I mean, obviously, I watched the Mavericks because I wanted to watch the Mavericks, but I watched someone else besides the Mavericks. Yeah. I was watching that. Um, what was the other game I was watching? Um, Jeez, I was watching the Bucks game. Hard. I was watching okay. the Bucks game. Bucks in the Heat, and then yeah. I also I watched the end of the Lakers Suns game. Lakers Suns. <sighs> Other than that, I mean, I was like I said, I was in New York City all day yesterday, so well, it's <laughs> I good. as it's much good. as I it's could. Good to be back, man. It's good. Yeah, I'm excited. Seriously, it is. It's I'm good so to be glad back. to be back. It's good, and it's uh, you know what else is coming back, right? Without further ado, what else is coming back is is the Valley Cats, right? Different form, different shape. Right, maybe not the same Valley Cats, the same New York Penn League Valley Cats that we once had, but they're the Valley Cats, right? They're they're wearing the same jerseys. Joe Bruno Stadium's still going to be there. Southpaw should South, still be there. Southpaw's still going to go out there and do some dances on top of the dugout, right? You're still going to be gonna, go over and throw some pitches, right? He's not. I'm riding right into the uh, everyone knows. right into the p- pitching. Uh, yeah, I need to know, throw my velocity arm again. meter. Yeah, like that stuff's all going to be there. <laughs> the only thing that's going to be different, right, is the fact that. It's not it's not the New York Penn League anymore. Right. Right. Transition, right? So now they're in the Frontier League. Okay, there's your there's your big change, right? With the Frontier League comes all the other things that we're gonna talk about, right? So number one, you have the Valley Cats, they're about to start, right, this week. Okay, there's a couple um they had a couple games like uh what like exhibitions. Yep. Right, they had a couple of those. But now it's time, real season's here. Ninety six game schedule. So they're 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 ramping it's it up be a little long. bit. Seventy six was the New York Penn League, right? They call it a speed season. Now it's not a speed season. Now it's you had twenty more games on. That's what four, five, six more series, really. Um, you know, three, four game series, whatever you want to say. But games start Thursday for them, but they're going to add twenty more games. So the season's going to go a little bit longer. It's a, you know a little bit earlier in the season, and it extends out a little bit longer in the season. You're in the Frontier League, like I said. Um, they're going to make their home debut June, June 4th against the New Jersey Jackals. Right? I just love, like, the one thing I love about minor league and, like, other affiliate baseballs is just the names. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just have to, you have to get creative with them, yeah, right? Like, that's you, you have no is. choice. You yeah. have no choice. Um, they're in the Penn League now, right? Which are, they're out of the Penn League. It was eliminated. What the hell is that noise? I think it's a vacuum. Is that Jesus? Um, I actually thought the ground was shaking yeah. when that first started. Yeah. Well, I just heard it the first time. Well, I heard it before. And I was like, wait, maybe it's the garage. But I, I don't know what it is. 
Um, so just Mama Haas. Yeah. So there. So Frontier, the Frontier League. Excuse me. <laughs> Frontier League. The vacuum is throwing Joey off. He yeah. has no idea what he's doing. Frontier League comparable to Double A baseball. Okay, I'll take that. I will take a a a ramp up in level of play to also at the same time give up our beloved New York Penn League. Right. That, I can I can give a little bit on that. Um, here's here's a kicker for you, Ray, and I want to hear what you think about this. This is interesting. So there was there's a stat that was given out, and this is from a Times Union article, um, but it was the Valley Cats from 2002 to when they ended. Right, the New York Penn League Valley Cats. They had 82 Valley Cats during that time. Who reached the MLB? Okay, that's a lot of players. These are guys that played in the MLB, reached the MLB, right? Not Double A, not Triple A, the MLB. Now, the Frontier League, on the other hand, and this could be something that scares people away a little bit, but we'll we'll bring you back in, right? The Frontier League has sixteen franchises, right? There's sixteen teams. They've only had 40, 40, 40 of its players reach the majors since 1993. There's your kicker, right? You're going to you're going to give up the farm system, right? It's not our choice. Wasn't wasn't the Valley Cats choice, wasn't Pete, you know, in Cavilia, the coach of the, the Valley Cats, wasn't any of those guys, right? It was the MLB wiping it away. So, that's that's the kicker, right? What do you think of that, right? You know, you you want to go see a good baseball game, you're going to see a different type of baseball. Um, as far as like the level of play, the talent, but you you can you're gonna go to these games and realize, shit, you know maybe we're not playing, you know guys that are we're not watching guys that are gonna go into the into the album bait. Yeah, I guess it's kind of whatever you enjoy more, right? I mean, for me personally, I'll just be straight up. You know, I don't I don't we don't like to bullshit with you guys on this podcast. We like to be straight up, but you know, obviously, I'm still gonna go watch Valley Cats games. I'm still gonna go support them and. See how it is. You know, I'm going to go support them as much as I possibly can because I just love going to the Joe, first of all. And, you know, it's a new thing. It's something new. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's better. But we don't know that yet. And the thing is, is I've always loved going and seeing those guys who maybe two or three years down the road, maybe even more, because to go from low A rookie ball pretty much yeah, it's a climb, man. to the MLB is a major ask is a it doesn't happen very often usually if you're good enough where you get drafted in years past you're jumping right into a you're jumping right into double a you're not really getting into rookie ball um I mean sometimes that happens depending on how young you are if you come right out of college or right out of high school and stuff like that but I think it can also be exciting to the point where look we're gonna have Better players, like they said, with AAA and AA guys who have played before, been up to the, some of them have even been up to that level of playing. So the the competition is going to be better, right? It's not going to be you just go watch the game just to kind of be there for the atmosphere and you don't really pay attention. Like mm-hmm. this is going to be better baseball that we've seen in the capital region in a very long time. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? So that's something to look forward to, and I hope that. It brings me back in. You know what I mean? Because like I said, I'm one of those nerds who's going to the game wanting to see the, you know, 18, 19 year old phenoms or the guys who I think can, you know, make it to the league at some point. Now with them not being affiliated with the Astros anymore, 
that's just a harder ask in general for and I think that's why. So I, I don't think you have to be scared about the Frontier League not getting as many players, obviously, as the Valkyries, because they're not really like like they're there. Yeah. Right. The MLB yeah. knows about them, but they're not parts of teams. So that's why it's easier because like, oh, this guy's doing good. All he has to do is go from Albany, New York to wherever the hell the you know double A Astros team is. And then all of a sudden he's he's playing up on in Houston for a day. Yeah. And you know, I, I mean, it's just an easier yeah. process. So don't let that scare you away. And give it a shot, honestly, because I, I'm excited to see how, how well the uh, the town's going to be. So, right. So let's break that down. Right. So you've seen we've all seen some of the some of the Astros players that play on the team now played for that team. Right. Yep. There was Altuve was on that team at some point. Um, Correa, I assume. Right. Like the, I don't know. If I don't Correa know if it's did. Correa, but I know there were, was it. Um, uh, there was one more was too. Springer, yeah, Springer. I think Spring- yeah, yeah, Springer, Springer was before he Altuve, moved. To, yeah, he's right? obviously on the Jays now, but yes. he's still in the league, right. one of the best center fielders so, in the league. You know, you you look at that aspect and you say, well, you know, that sucks that we're not going to be able to see those guys anymore. But on the other hand, right, you saw with the Valley Cats, and one thing that I think I really like about the new Valley Cats is the fact that it's going to be a different kind of team, right? So. You know, these guys before weren't playing, you know, they were. it was a developmental league. That's all it was, right? It was one and done guys, right? Or maybe two years tops, right? Before they get moved up or they get, you know, moved around in systems. It was basically a higher level college baseball. Correct. You know what I mean? It, it, it was guys getting getting acquainted to wood bats. Exactly. Right? It, it was every man for themselves. There was no team really. Like, there wasn't like this big team chemistry or like... This will to win, it was go out and get your reps. Well, and that's the thing with affiliate baseball too, right? right. Is yes. you know you can ju- you you can jump from you know rookie ball to low A. To, so I honestly think obviously losing teams and stuff like that is bad, and we don't want and I never want to see that yep. with the minors getting smaller or anything like that. But for for team chemistry, and I know that doesn't really mean that much in in minors and stuff like that, but with how much your teams are changing throughout the year, I think this is good. For, for teams in general in the Frontier League, I think it's a different way you look at the game. And it's not moving guys around. You're going to have pretty much your team the whole year unless, you know, something arrive or something goes crazy or some guys, you know, hitting 800 or something stupid. Yeah. With 50 bombs going over the left field yeah. fucking scoreboard. So, like, that's the thing to me that's going to stick out the most is there's going to be guys that come on this team, right, that are on this team at the second they start. And they're going to be there, Ray. Until, you know, for three, four, five years, right? Like they can, there's going to be something about this team that's like, you know, the fans can get behind a a certain player, right? The guys that go out and perform well, they're going to become fan favorites and people are going to come back for them next year and the year after. You're going to get to know the players instead of just new teams every week. Yes, it's going to be, you're going to know these guys. You're going to be, you know, they're going to be selling jerseys of these players more often because you can, right? Before it was the Astros were paying for this team, right? Now it's the Valley Cats paying for the Valley Cats, right? That's the difference is that it's it's all independent now, right? I get the MLB. I think they came in like a partnership or something. Yeah. Uh, but that's just for sales and for because the MLB is like the dominant baseball league, right? So, you know, it, it's just it's going to be a whole different kind of thing uh, for the Valley Cats and people who are kind of like, all right, well, we're not going to see the next... Altuve or Springer or you know whoever it may be right you gotta you you can either pout about that or you can say we're gonna go out there and we're gonna see a team every night that 
wants to play in front of us, right? Wants to perform because they're not they're not out there to they're you know, it's not about getting to the next level, right? They a lot of these guys have already had their chance. Or they're you know, they just want to play baseball now. Or some of these guys are even maybe they're battling to go back to the MLB, right? But, you know, they've kind of found their threshold where they're where they're gonna be. And they're accepting that, right? Like these guys, these young guys, they don't they don't know. They don't they're just going out there and getting their reps. And eventually they get moved up because that's just the way of the of the land, right? But these guys are like, okay, you know, I want to play in front of these fans. I signed up knowing this is what I was coming into. I'm not expecting to get moved up. I'm expecting to play for the Tri-City Valley Cats. Right. So it kind of changed my perspective, right? I'm excited. I, I think it's a different kind of just vibe. Honestly, uh, the, more, the more we've been talking about it, because I was kind of at the start, even before when we were you know discussing what we we're going to talk about on the show. Just say I convinced you, right? Just we say can, I'm swaying. I can, I well, while I was even talking, yes, you helped me. But while I was even talking, I started thinking of more things that were good for that were good for this than that were bad for it. You know what I mean? Sure. So, like I said, I love going to see the prospects and I love going to see you know the young guys play and everything like that. But I also like going to watch good baseball as well. It's going to be better, and and that is one thing they've guaranteed, right? The Valley Cats have guaranteed it's going to it's going to be better level baseball there's gonna be harder pitchers there's gonna be this there's gonna you know these guys are gonna hit their spots there's gonna be better hitters you know it, that's just how it's gonna be but if you just think about it in general you know we've always had minor like minor minor league teams right we haven't really had that you know oh i can go watch like being in new york city you know what i mean we were at the bar i was about to tell you this before this guy who we walked by i was like dude imagine being in new york city just living here going to a yankee game at one o'clock and then going to the garden at seven. You know what I mean? You can just do that. Yeah. We can't do that here. You know what nope. I mean? It's just, it's a different world. And obviously it's a little bit different, but we just haven't had that type of level in Albany. Right. Yep. Yep. So well, the fact that we're getting closer and we're starting to get, obviously it's not, it's the frontier. Like, yes, it's something different, but it's better baseball than what we had. And I see that as a success and a step in the right direction of Albany becoming better on the map and becoming bigger to getting hopefully more sports teams that, you know, elevate competition and just bring more fans in in general. Yeah. And last thing I'll say about the Valley Cats, they got two MOB alumni on the team going into this season, right? You're going to have pitcher Andrew Bellotti, uh, who played for the Tampa Bay Rays. And you're going to have Dennis Phipps. Uh, he was an outfielder uh, who played for the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. So we got that like that. That right there should be enough to sway you into the stadium. Right, give them a shot for that reason. If going to the Joe Bruno Stadium, right, and I was there for my girlfriend's graduation, mm-hmm. um, I think it was last weekend or two weekends ago, whatever it was, two weekends ago. It was, it's beautiful, right? It's a beautiful, beautiful stadium, and you can you can bitch and moan about how many seats are in the stadium or whatever it may be or the location. It's an awesome place to be, right? It's a summer place to be if you live in the capital region. And you want to go watch some damn baseball, right? Like I, I sat down and it was a beautiful seventy-five degree Saturday. And I'm, I, it's just, it's good to be there, right? It feels good. So, and that, I think that's it. That's it for me. And the thing is, too, I look, I love going to MLB games, but yesterday I was telling you was a long fucking day, right? Five to eleven thirty at night, trains, cars, you fucking name it, thrown up on trains. Not me, somebody. But the, like, you know, what I mean, the, it just keeps going downhill the longer you have the day. At least I can go to the Joe and just, you know, it's a, well, it's a 20 work, minute you ride. You can literally work and then go to the Joe. Yeah, it's a 20 minute ride. You know, it's right here. I don't have to plan my whole day around sure. it and spend $800. You know what I mean? 
Sure. It's That's just something it. easier. And it's I'm simple. just, I'm just super excited that it's even back and we're able to, you know, keep experiencing it. it it's plain and simple. And it, you know, anybody who, who hasn't given the Valley cats a shot, uh, you know, what the hell are you doing? Really? What are you doing? If you live in the capital region, you've never you been doing? to a Valley Cats game, you deserve a slap. And if you're and if this is the thing that's scaring you away, like I hope we just gave you enough reason to at least give them a shot and be like, okay. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, right? Half half of us aren't even gonna remember, you know, little baby Bregman or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when he's when he's playing. You're gonna be like, you know, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you wanna go there with your kids, with your family, with your buddies. You want to have a couple fucking brewskis, and you want to watch the Valley Cats win and watch some fucking fireworks. There you go, right? Yep. There you go. So, Valley Cats are going to be back. Fireworks there are lit, by the way. Fireworks are awesome. A little music. It's just very... It's a, it's a great time, man. I I, I love it. You, you still keep scorecards, whatever you want to do, right? It's all, it's all <laughs> the same, man. It's all the same. Um, I'm not that much of a nerd, right? I, I, I like it once in a while. Well, hey. A teach their own. Right? Nothing, nothing wrong with sitting there with a tall beer and just... Fucking lock in a little bit, Dude, right? Honestly, right? I mean, look, when I, I think I got too tired of it when I tore my ACL and I had an entire season of keeping the book. You know what I mean? Okay. So I, that that's just where I'm coming from. Dude, I'm, dude, I'm just I, tired of it. Hey, I, I've done it too much. Know. I know all lines. I know what everything in that book. Fu- I've read it front to back. It's like the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> the baseball Bible. <laughs> um, But, you know. Valley Cats are back this week, and June fourth they open up at uh, home against the, against the Jackals. But uh, how about uh, how about another team that's opening up uh, in the next couple of days here in the Cap? And uh, five days until kickoff from today, from Monday. What is it? Monday, May twenty fourth. Five days from now, May 29th, we're gonna get the Albany Empire back, right? And what, we're what gonna get it, it's 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 been long awaited, right? Especially with everything that's been going on and. Uh, I'm just ready, right? I've seen the posts and Empire coming back. Obviously, we've talked over the last couple of weeks about it. Uh, you know, Coach Minas um, and Adnan Grady and that great receiver. Uh, you know, they've been building towards this point, And I am just, I'm so excited to be able to dabble, right? I guess, right? And maybe a little, little Valley Cats, a little Empire, Maybe even dabble with a little firewolves when they, when they get in the okay. mix in a couple okay. months, right? Okay. You know, it, it's it's coming. It's here. It's even a little New York Shockers, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You can just get it all. You can really. You want to consume it all? Give me some. Just give me my fucking Albany Devils back. <laughs> just give me them, please. And like, I will be erect. Like the entire <laughs> the entirety of the year. All I right? just gave you lacrosse, football, baseball, and soccer. I want hockey. What else do you need? Hockey. I need it back go immediately. Watch, go watch the Albany County Jets when they play. <laughs> I'd be down. Those, those games are fun. But tribe up, yeah. Um, but <laughs> just a cool, just a cool thing for the for the Empire to be coming back. Uh, they kick off at seven p.m. on Saturday, uh, and they're doing they're doing something great, right? So one thing that that's always been a kicker to me um, since I turn, I think I was like twenty, and I would always think about this. Uh, when the empire was was going, were those fucking parties, right? Yeah, there's those the block the parties. parties, and I'm like, what are they? The vax parties now or something? They are they're the them? vaccinated block block parties. The, va- so the vax parties. Yeah, yeah. that's l- so. <laughs> if you're vaccinated, you just go. You can still just go out there, and, and it's like nothing ever changed, right? It's you're gonna go out there, you're gonna not wear your mask, you're not social distance, and you're gonna party. Yeah, right. And then you're going to the stadium without your mask. That's your vax, and you're just gonna do the same thing. 
right? Yeah. It's, it's, that's it. It was kind of the same thing yesterday. So at the Yankee game, you, I, I guess they just changed it when we went. So you, they don't even check for, um, yeah, because you used to have to go get a test two days before to right. say that you were COVID negative before you go in the game. There, uh, there's signs now that say that you don't have to do that. I guess, but we did it anyway. But still, when you go in, now what they have is the the vaccinated seating, right? Where you can go and sit in certain er- or certain areas. You don't have to. They don't have the seats like blocked off or anything like that. Yeah. Or like ropes right, around right. the seat. You can, sit next to you can just sit wherever you want with however many people you want. Yeah, it's great. Which is great to see that it's coming back. And I'm just glad that I got I fully vaccinated. Uh, what was it? Last Saturday, maybe? Sure. Yeah. Something like that. But I mean, I think it's just what like what what everything is going to be coming to. And at least now there's an option. You know what I mean? And, you know, it, it's not for everybody. Not everybody has to get the vaccine, but it gives you an incentive. You know what I mean? I mean, look, we we all want this everything to be back to normal as much as possible. And even if you're against it, it's still going to be something that you have a choice to go do to be able to go sit normally at a game or go to a block party and, and you don't have to be 100%. wearing a mask and stuff like that. 100%. So, I mean, and they're even uh, t- why don't you tell them about what they're doing for um, the next? No, for uh Aren't they giving out free tickets if you oh, get the yeah, backs? Yeah. yeah, so like they're going to be doing free tickets, right? So um, I think it was, and, and I could be wrong on this, and I dare not to be wrong, but I'm, I might be. I think it was the first 1,000 people there to, or on Saturday will get tickets to, I believe, the Firewolves. So it was like this whole thing, right? So mm-hmm. they're going to do, if you come in and, it, you know, you can either get free tickets to the June 12th game. The article um, you sent me didn't really like yeah, break it didn't it down go into too well. it too much, right? Yeah. So it's like you either get free tickets to uh, the June twelfth game for the Empire, which I think is their next home game. I believe, you know, I think so. Uh, but it's either that or you get Firewolves tickets, right? Because they kind of go hand in hand. It's going to be Empire right into the off season, then Firewolves preseason. Boom, boom, you know, yeah, yeah, bang. Um, so they're going to do that. So basically, if you're interested in the Firewolves, you haven't gotten your vaccine yet, right? Why not just go get your vaccine now, then go see some firewolves for free? Whatever, right? I'm not. I'm not. There's sitting, more incentive. Yeah, I'm not here to tell you this. You or need that. to get it. Yeah, you don't need to get it, <laughs> or you need to get it. Whatever you. I don't care. Whatever you do, but um, it's incentive, right? And if you're looking for, re- if you haven't gotten your vaccination yet, and you are looking for reason, maybe to get your vaccination, I guess, right? If this is the th- if this is the kicker for you, if you don't want to go stand by Crossgates. If you don't want to go stand in Crossgates and, and wait, and you're like, you know what? I might as well do something fun while I go get a shot. Yeah. There you go. You might as well, right? Now, now, you're getting, now you can go and see And you're supporting football. local Business sports. And sports. Same thing. Wow, look at us. Yeah. That's hand what we do. Hand. That's what we do. Um, so why not, right? Empire coming back. It's going to be a good product. I'm almost positive that it's going to be a good product. Um, at, at least the entertainment aspect. I know we'll be, yeah. and we have, we have yet to see with the team, but I'm I'm sure based on everything and the, and the players that they have coming back and the talent that they've added, they're you know it's a wrap. We're also twenty percent all the way up to thirty three already, and the season hasn't even started. Correct, yet. and and that's so I'm loving and that's, that, and that's huge, right? Because we covered that article not too long ago yep. where it was the fans are going to be the people that generate the revenue, right? Exactly. They're losing, so maybe this maybe this you know kind of slows down their loss or or you know reduces their loss, so. Anything to, to help a local business and keep sports and entertainment around here, I'm in. Uh, but, yeah, I'm ready. Like, I'm just, it's it's coming back even here, 
right? That's that's the big thing. Sports have been back, right? We 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 had a couple months of of no sports. That's been back, right? This everything's rolling sports wise. Major leagues being but able now, to go to games. But now we though. can go right down the street and watch sports. Exactly. Now we're talking. Now we're in. Now we're locked in. Right. Um, we're gonna move on to. Uh, we'll talk a little lefty Phil. Right. Big day for him. Uh, some of the some Yankees, some Knicks, NBA playoffs. But first, tell you about Cosmic Donuts. Right. I haven't. I, I've been. I've been disconnected from the Cosmic family. Right. Joy was on vacation. So when she went on vacation, I was like, I'm not going to go up there and beg these kids for donuts, right? I'm, that's not who I am, right? Maybe a couple years ago, my fat kids stages, I, maybe I'll go up there and harass you for a couple donuts, right? You want a doni? I'm, I'm on. A doni. But, you know, now in my in my old, older days, you know, now that I'm a mature adult, I try to stay away, give her a little distance. Right. Hey, hey, I'll be back. Are we mature adults? That's debatable. I mean, <laughs> I just, you know, I've... I've you know, I got a question. I went from munchkin to donut, right? Right. That's that's what it is. I'm still a kid at heart, but it's just a kid that doesn't want munchkins anymore. Whatever. Point is, is that Cosmic Donuts, I mean, every time I've went up there, it's it's awesome service. It is just, you like you like the little mod pasta stops. You like those little hidden gems, right? That is literally this place. You walk in. You, you know, hey, what's up? What's going on? Check it out, and it's it's like the it, you get the the galaxy vibe when you're in there, right? You're not just going in. It, everybody talks about, and, and this is no offense to them, but right, like this is this is a different duck donuts. This is duck donuts shot with like a good a good fat shot of steroids. That's what it is. Donuts are chunky, and they make you happy. And I, I really don't know what else to say. Um, check them out right on our Instagram. We're posting their stories. We're doing all that good stuff. Uh, they're on our website, agfpodcast.com. Really, anywhere that, that we are, Cosmic Donuts is. That's that's the way that I like to put it. So if you have any questions, you want to order donuts, I will be getting back up there once I'm a little less busy. Right? I've been making my way back up there. I don't think I forgot about you, Jory. I'll get back up there. But Cosmic Donuts. Kinderhook, go check them out. Um, Phil Mickelson. What can he say? Lefty Phil, right? What can he say? We always talk about Tiger Woods. It's been the Tiger Woods show, you know, for the last couple of years, whether it be, you know, what's going on off the off the course or when he put that jacket on again just a few years ago, right? It's been the Tiger show. Phil's kind of fell off. He's went through his stages, fat, tubby, you know, skinny, lean, skin old, you know, right. what comes with being older. Yeah. You just kind of fluctuate. A but he's still bit. going on the course and swinging his cock around. But yes. So Phil Mickelson comes in and just absolutely dominates right this this weekend. And I think it's it's we don't have, I know we're not big golf guys. Right. So anybody who's like, you know, these fucking dudes don't know anything about <laughs> golf. You're probably right. Yeah, I know. I know about I know. Golf. I know about golf. Right. Not professional players about yeah. golf yeah you know how to put a ball on a on a fucking beer right on a beer can and yes and tee it off that's what you know how to yes do. i got you dude i had one too from donato that i gotta show you after this yeah where we were this was probably i think it was like four years ago i, I had think a you showed me did i it's yeah. a snap story if we were at we were at mill road and like seeing our swings back then is just hilarious how much we've evolved yeah like he we weren't even wearing golf shoes we had our like trash like starter bags and stuff yeah and Donato just took a full swing on like the only par four. Mm. I think there's two par fours in Mill Road. Yeah. And the first par four just 
absolutely like swings his arms as hard as he can. The ball just goes like you just hear the ball hit off the club and then hit a tree immediately. <laughs> it's just like that's 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 a, that's a Donato kind of move. Yeah, it's just something that's lived in history for on my phone, and every year it just gets funnier and funnier. Those are the best, man. But um, you know, I guess the, you know, and like I said, we're not golf guys, but it's just, isn't it just good, right? Golf is better, right? There's every sport has those t- has those players where it's like golf is better or baseball is better or this is better or whatever is better when such and such is playing good, right? Whether it be basketball with and you know no not trying to tease into anything, but basketball is better when the Knicks are good, right? That's it's a better sport or the Lakers are good and the Celtics are good, right? Or the Yankees and Red Sox are good. The Yankees baseball. and Red, you know I mean? Red Sox are good, right? Now baseball is good. Same thing in golf over the last probably 20 years. Golf is better when Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson are playing good, right? People are so quick to jump on the Tiger wave. Obviously, the GOAT probably, right? You, you know, you, you have to compare. You, yeah. But Phil Mickelson has been right there with him, right? And it, it's it's he's kind of went under the radar for the last couple of years, but He's always competing in those tournaments, right? He may not be always putting out the best product or whatever, but he's always out there competing. And it was honestly, Ray, it was only a matter of time before he got back out there and said, hey, I'm still here, right? Like, I've still been putting in the reps. I'm still doing all the right things. And this was it. And it was just, uh, you know, watching, watching. And I won't lie. I didn't watch every hole. I didn't watch every hole he played. I watched Sunday. And I watched the last couple holes he played, man, and that was all I needed to just kind of, you know, be warmed up again by by Phil and, and watching all those fans behind him walk behind him and just you know it takes you back in time of of just all the great times Phil Mickelson had and he still got it, man, fifty years old. And that's what I'll say about this too is just about golf in general, man. Is these guys? It's something that I love about golf is these guys can play till they're seventy, you know what I mean, and still compete. At a high level. If they, if you get there, you know what I mean? If you get to this level and you become good enough, you can play this game till you're 50, 60. You know, obviously Phil's showing it. He's he's going with these young guys, these big swingers, and, and you know, Brooks Kepka, Brooks Kepka Justin, Justin Rose, all those guys. And he's still coming out on top, you know what I mean? With his with his uh, finesse and, um, you know, just playing the, the game the right way, not hitting the crazy long drives, you know, hitting those chip shots off the green. Getting, you know, making those easy make putts and just playing the game the right way. You know what I mean? And I just think that just shows, you know, golf is an extremely hard sport to play. Obviously, you don't have to be in the most shape or whatever. But to get the craft down of hitting a ball the way you want it to go is not very easy. Oh, 100%. So I just think that when you look at it, golf is a very, I think, left out there sport. Sure. You know what I mean? So I think... We it's, have to do our due, gil- oh, due diligence to, and, and give and give praise to Phil, dude. Phil Mickelson, I mean, dude, fucking fifty years old, going out there and, and winning a major. You want to that, talk? That's awesome, bro. The that only other awesome. fifty year old that I know that did something who I actually mentioned before the show. Can you give me that name? Not not our oh, MLB player. Which name did I say? Can you give me like some? I know options? you know who would know. Who Mike Neat? Mike Neat would. Mike Neat would know. Mike Neat would know. You want to call him up? No, <laughs> no I'm not gonna call. I'll ask him though if he knew. All right, it's a MLB player, former Philly, former Rocky. I don't know. 
through through 78 at like 50 years old. That's awesome. Jamie Moyer. Oh, Jamie Moyer. Yeah, Jamie you Moyer. didn't mention that. Yeah. Um, but you don't see it too often in other sports, no, was my man, point it's, to that. It's, be- <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. And, and, you know, congratulations to Phil Mickelson. I hope he goes and, and you know, whatever, has a, has a hot bowl of oatmeal or whatever, 50-year-old. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but congratulations to Phil. I mean, I it mean, was just a great weekend. I, he probably having a hot bowl of oatmeal with a 2.2 sitting in his pocket. That's yeah. something, too, man, is I never realized how much you get for these tourneys, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they play fifth in them place. like every other weekend, dude. Well, fifth place was, I mean, obviously the PGA Championship and Masters are, are more. Sure, sure. But I mean, fifth place in this shit got 465. Yeah, man. It's what? no joke. It's no joke. That's why you're not pouting <laughs> if you if you come in fifth, right? Um, it's not a bad four-day weekend, no, you know no, what I mean? That's, Playing golf. Uh, that's not bad at Fuck all. Fuck me. Darn it. Damn it. Getting a 10. Walking on a, you see the golf course that they played at, right? Dude, they're right on the them. ocean, right oh on the ocean, my dude. God. Waves in the back. Wow, just a just an awesome weekend for Phil. Um, but I know you, I, and I know you hate talking about him, right? But you were there. You were there yesterday. How about the New York Yankees, right? We 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 came on this podcast just a few weeks ago, nervous, right? And you told me, "Hey, Joe, it's gonna be all right." And I told you, I was like, "Ray, I'm getting a little worried." And you're like, "Joe." It's all right, dude. I'm going to calm you down a little bit. We're going to be, you know, it's a rough patch. We're going to get through this. And you were right. You were right. You were right, right? I, I try to know it. my baseball as much as I can. You know? How about the Yankees pitching? Red, 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 red hot. 35 innings now of scoreless baseball. That's impressive. Yeah, who? You think they're doing oh my good? God, who broke it yesterday? Was it, was it Yasmani who broke it? For, I can't even remember the order of what happened. I think Yasmani, no, Yasmani didn't break it. Shit. I mean, that was quite the that was quite the run. But yeah, right? I mean, it was absolutely insane. And, and, it and let me tell you what, I didn't think Jamison Tyone was going to keep it going for five innings. I didn't either. And I will also say this: I think they pulled him early. I will, I will also say, say I'm fine with that because after the sixth, he gets or after the fifth, he usually gets really, really bad. He's usually good, honestly, right? Oh, and did you see it too? He threw 53 fastballs yesterday. Yeah, I'll Holy tell you. I'll tell you shit. what. I guarantee, and this is my bold prediction, right? Anybody who's listening, I'll come back and say I told you so in a few weeks. But I think as soon as the as soon as uh, Severino comes back and is healthy, I think Jameson Tyon goes to a long relief role. I, think, I don't disagree with I that. I think that's what I happens. think that's something that could. Re- I think that would be beneficial to the Yankees even more. Sure, I think he's more of that guy who can you know go and get you. He's not a guy who's going to blow you away, but he was. I mean, he throws good. Yeah, no, no. he throws good, but he's he doesn't throw good he's for 90, long. He sits ninety three and ninety five, yeah. which I mean, like is you know, it's not I you mean, know Chapman coming and throwing a hundred, yeah. but still Chad. Yeah, and that's one thing I'll talk about too when we get to that in a yeah. little bit. But let's talk about the game in general. Sure, I mean, uh, I just kind of wanted to touch on the Yankees in general, oh, right? Okay. I mean, they've been they, they're they're streaking, man, and they're what two games behind the Red Sox? No, they're uh, we're t- I'm pretty sure they're tied right now Are after tied? because the Red Sox lost oh. yesterday and the and the Yankees won, and of course someone had to. Uh, text me or snapchat me when i was at the game and was like oh you're watching the best team in the league knowing i'm a red sox fan you know what i mean right and i was like i was like it's not what the standings say and then i looked up behind me after i said that and the red sox were down four nothing in like the third inning Mm. and i was like here we go Mm. yankees are up two nothing in the first inning well just turn to a yankees fan (laughs) um but you know there's just been so much good going on with the yanks whether it be i mean and i get the injury bug is starting to you know here it comes again bro it's every year the yankees just get it's aaron hicks this year uh, you know, John Carlos has been on the 
IL for a little while, obviously Severino, Britain, guys like that. But for the most part, this team has stayed healthy, right? And I will bash on everything. You better. Yeah, you know, but Aaron Judge has been healthy. Glaber Torres has been healthy. Um, you know, besides Urshela. this little, you know, besides his COVID and being out for contact tracing and such. But Urshel has been pretty healthy. He missed a couple games. Uh, DJ LeMay, who's been healthy, right? Like these guys have been here and the pitching's been healthy. Garrett Cole hasn't missed the start, really. So it's good stuff to see. And I get the bats took a little while to, to come around and to get to that point. But they're here now. Aaron Judge is playing great baseball. Uh, DJ's just being DJ. And Glaber, Glaber Torres is starting to come around. Starting to get catch fire, man. He's I mean, starting him, to catch watching fire. him watching yeah. him play yesterday and to see that's the Glaber you know Torres what? I like. And I'm here's what I'm gonna say is what I noticed about him. And it's not his hitting, right? His commitment to getting better defensively in the field is something that I feel like Yankee fans have been wanting. Yeah. And I feel like he's starting to look like when I was watching him field ground balls yesterday, he's starting to look like a natural shortstop. Like I was watching Yon Mankata literally take ground balls and just make it look like nothing. And these were screamers coming at him at third base, throwing from, you know, foul line to third ba- or foul line to first base. And he had I'm pretty sure he had an inning where he had three right in a row. He had all three outs were hit to him. And I mean, coming in the MLB, like in the MLB, getting three ninety to one hundred five mile an hour screamers at you. And making that backhand throw over to first isn't an easy task for no, anybody. No, not at all. So I'm just, I was more happy to see that. Gla- I feel like Glaber has actually put time in on that side. And now the hitting is coming. He's he's not being as aggressive at the plate. He's getting into counts that are good for him. He's waiting. He's getting into pressure situations and he's coming through. It's what the it's what this team needs in the middle of their lineup. And it's what Glaber needs for his confidence. One thing that did, kind of threw me off is why he was in the five yesterday. But... You know, well, it, I'll, tell, it you, is I'll it tell you is. what with that, Ray and Luke Voigt in the two. What is that? Listen, listen, listen. Let me tell you one thing. And Luke <laughs> Voigt's back, right? That's the guy I didn't mention. Luke Voigt in the two. I was so shocked no, no, no. when listen, I heard listen. that. Let me tell you, right? The managers don't make the the, the lineups anymore. No don't way. think so? No way. No way in hell they mm. do. They put it into a fucking thing, right? They put it into their computer. <laughs> And it's and it regurgitates back out there based off of who's on the mound that day. Probably it spits. It spits I mean, out it was their Keuchel. It spits out their what? You know who looked terrible yesterday against Dallas Keuchel? Who? Brett fucking Gardner. And, Holy and listen, shit! And and this is and this His is the worst bats. part. This is the worst part, Ray. It's atrocious. He might be our everyday center fielder. Who's gonna? All right, you're the Yankees right now, Ray. And this is this is the last thing we'll talk about with the Yankees. We still got to cover some basketball here, and uh, time's winding, but. There's no time limit on fun day. No, there's no time limit on fun day. But like <laughs> after it, stats prove right. Regurgita- <laughs> regurgitated stats prove right that after a certain amount of time, people shut us off. It's fair enough. So that's where we're at, right? So the time is ticking. <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> basically what I'm saying is you're the Yankees right now, right? And you're in a situation where they said doctor comes out today. There's no shot Yankees Aaron Hicks come back this year. It's already been said. Yep. Okay. Hicks is gone, and honestly, listen. I like I said, I, you know, you cut me up. I'm bleeding pinstripes or whatever. Good riddance, Aaron, Aaron Hicks. You've been playing like a trash can this year. All right, um, what do you do? Right? There's there's guys like Esteban Florial. There's trader. There's guys you can go out and trade for. Right? There's that you can put in headbanging Brett. I'll, I'll give you, you one. Do so many. Different I'll give things. you one option. 
And I don't know if you or Yankees fans will like it. Don't say Wade. What? Don't say Tyler Wade. No. Okay. No, honestly, and I don't think it's, I don't think Andujar is the solution either. No. But maybe throw Judge in center. No way. He has, he has the arm. No way. He's a great, he's a great fielder. Don't you know one thing? But he's not quick. I know that. I understand that. You know that every. But Brett Gardner's not quick either. Brett Gardner's not fast anymore. He was six years ago. You know what I saw him? I, I didn't even see him run to first yesterday. I saw him flailing at the ball like he was in fourth grade playing T-ball against Dallas Keuchel. Washed. Okay, so, so. You want that? Tell me you want that every day over Aaron Judge. It's not what I Okay, but Ray, but this is what I'm saying, right? So you move you move Judge to center field. Now who's playing right field? Clint. Who's playing left field? Andujar. No fucking way. Yeah, that's that's not <laughs> happening. Dude, that was one, one thing I'll say, too, before we get off of this. is I don't know if this is a thing in Yankee. Like, I've been to a Yankee game in a very long time. Just besides be, yesterday. Besides, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying before that. Before that. But yep. has have I don't know if you you would know the answer to this. Do they always do the thing where at the like at, at, or in the first inning? Yeah. Yes. Is that always a thing? Yes. Okay. So I did, I don't remember like hearing that when I was Red there. Gardner. Yeah. No. Yeah. The bleacher creatures do it. Yes. They forgot Anduhar. They didn't do Anduhar. Really? They went through the entire lineup, and Anduhar was like looking over, and he was like sad. Like yeah, you could tell. And then Andujar made that play when he made the and everybody was and then and then no we were because we were in uh, we were in left field and we got the whole like we started the chant for like Andujar because and he was like and he was like and he gave us the like like, the thumbs up and everything yeah nice it was funny Um, and the last thing I'll say too is the one worry the one thing Yankee fans should be worried about if this continues is Aroldis Chapman if he gives up runs Mm. because when that man gives up one run one hit. It's a problem. It gets in his head, and he loses all fucking composure. He knows himself as a dominant force in the league, and is the probably which one, is. Yeah. which he has still been. But the problem with him has consistently been when he gives up runs or when he gets into a slump where he's getting hit around, he sucks, and he can't control. He's he's maybe one of he's the a worst. Mental pi- yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, and you know what's funny is I literally said to one of our friends, I go, I go, you know, Andrew Vaughn's pretty good at hitting lefties. I go, uh. I don't know if you should throw him a fastball here. Next fucking pitch goes yard. I was like, holy shit. Listen, I, I'm not going to bash Chapman because he, he no, was on, neither a, am I. He was on such a tear, right? He he was throwing scoreless. He had a zero ERA up until last week. You know, so I'm not going to. I do I'm, agree. I'm just saying right. that that's, that's, that's a worry a concern. point. It's a concern. Um, you, you guys probably don't know yeah, that anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yankees, are, Yankees are rounding into form. And we're still without our probably second best, third best pitcher, whatever you want to say now. Um, in Mr. Luis Severino, but you know, tip of a hat to Corey Kluber on a dominant yeah. performance, right? That was so awesome to watch. Awesome dude. Uh, I'm so glad the Yanks have him. Um, and, and, and the hitting's starting to come around, but um, it's that time, right? It's that time where where we talk about some b-ball. It's it's time, right? I'm ready. I'm ready. New York Knicks, right? Four four seed in the Eastern Conference, playing the number five seed. Atlanta Hawks, coached by Nate McMillan, right? Next coach by Tom Thibodeau. First game yesterday at the Garden, right? 15,000 people. 15,000 people in the stands. 
Knicks had the largest indoor gathering in New York State since the pandemic started with roughly 15,000 fans, right? Maybe 14,000, 15,000, something around there. And this is the most surprising uh, part of this whole thing. Uh, right. How many, what do you think the capacity is of the garden? 47? 20,000. Is it really? 20,789. I've actually never been so to if the you, garden. And, and you put that into perspective, right? You did that based off the math, right? Yeah. Can I, can I, I'm not trying to go in your head or anything, but. You thought, okay, New York's probably 30%, right? 35% maybe. So you said, okay, if Joe said if there's 15,000, right, so that means it would be like 40,000 would be like full, right? So yeah. that's like 25, 30, whatever. How about they were only missing five, 6,000 seats? Wow. The rest of them were filled with people. I mean, what's the, what's the Times packed, Union hold? A packed stadium. Times Union holds about like 10,000. 10? Okay. Yeah, something, something around there, 8,000 maybe. Um, but... You know, capacity, great, okay? But let me also give you this one, and then we'll get into the actual basketball. But everybody likes to hear a good COVID fact, right? 90% of the fans were vaccinated. And it was actually so many fans there were vaccinated, right? Hey, hey, this is all just incentive. We're not forcing you to do anything, right? This is incentive. But I know everybody likes normal, right? If you don't like normal, you probably shouldn't be listening to, you know, AGF. But 90% of the fans vaccinated, the non-vax sections were the ones that were small, right? We were, for the longest time, it was, there's going to be, you know, not for the longest time, but in in COVID time, it, it's, okay, there's going to be small groups of people where you where it's the vaccinated section, right? That was the thing for the last couple months. Right. Yeah, you can go to the vaccinated section if you're vaccinated, and then everybody else is going to be the, in the unvaccinated section. How about the Knicks had so many people vaccinated that the stadium itself was normal, and there was unvaccinated sections, right? So most of the stadium was, hey, you sit wherever you want. You walk around without your mask. You just do normal life. But the people who haven't gotten vaccinated yet, you know, maybe, they, maybe they're in the midst of it, whatever it may be, right? Those are the guys who are going to go into their own special section and they're going to have to social distance and wear their masks, right? So that's the craziest thing to me, um, you know, at, from, a, from an entertainment and fan standpoint of, of COVID, right? That whole thing is the stadium itself was normal, right? It wasn't, it wasn't the other way around. Um, so that, that warmed my heart to see the, the, the garden really, it was rocking. It was, it was pretty fucking awesome. Um, but as far as the basketball goes, Ray, it was, it was an interesting performance to say the least, right? Some unsung heroes on the next side of the basketball. Yeah. Um, we got to see something that I previewed for a little while, Last week on the show uh, of Kevin Herter, right, coming to New York, uh, playing against, you know, playing in his hometown, our home state, really. And uh, it was a hell, it's going to be a hell of a series, right? And and this was, if, if game one was any preview of what's to come, I am, I'm locked in for every game. And these two teams are just what this series or what this game one was is they're two gritty teams, gritty, play very good defense. Hold each other to very contest, very much contested shots throughout the game, and it's about who can make more contested shots. Is really what this came down to, and the fact that you see Julius Randle stat line, you say six for twenty three with fifteen. That you're a little worried, a little worried, just because this is his first time, right? Being a star in the playoffs, being a star in the playoffs in the pack garden. This is kind of you know. So I we'll give him we'll give him benefit of doubt. Yeah, give him benefit of doubt for this game. 
But fucking Alec Burks. Alec Burks dropping what, 27, 29? 20, what, what, do you, what do you have, 27? 27. And D. Rose off the bench, 38 minutes with 17 points. And I also, listen, I'm not trying to, this isn't to give Joey Kudos show, but I did say D. Rose is going to get a big, fat, you know, pump up in his minutes Yeah. Uh, when it came to playoff time. Uh, one thing I do love that the Knicks, that the Knicks did, really, Tom Thibodeau said, was I'm not worried about Julius, right? I'm not worried about his bad performance. Everybody has bad performances, Ray. And the fact that this team went out and Randall shot, so 624 would be 25%, right? So he shot just over 20, 25%. You know, they they lost by they lost by two points. They lost on a Trey Young shot that. They lost on a Trey Young shot. You know I mean? And if you if you even get 40% from Randall, this game's completely different. Right. Maybe you take away some points from Alec Burks, whatever. Okay, but you know, this was a winnable game for the Knicks the whole time. And it's not like people are coming out there and saying the Hawks are gonna be, you know, smack them or smack them around or something. No, it wasn't like that at all. This is this is a simple thing for the Knicks. Keep playing your game on the defensive side of the basketball, right? Get Julius Randle going again. Like he he'll be fine, right? Everybody has slip ups, everybody has bad games. All you got to do on the defensive side of the basketball is find a way to stop Trey Young. It's not impossible. He he got to the line a lot at the end of the game. That's been Trey Young's mantra the whole year, and that's what beat him really. One thing I'll say too is a trend that I feel like we haven't seen too much in the in the NBA recently. Um, but we'll start. I'll start by going back to the Grizzlies when they played the Warriors in the playing game. Did you see how much they are doubling Steph? I mean, they're yeah. physically yeah. making every oh, single yeah. other person. That's why he's not. That's why he's not. That's the why game. the Warriors are not in the playoffs right now. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. The one time it didn't work, which I don't know if it will continue to work for the Mavericks, is they were doubling Luca. Luca's giving the ball top of the key. Porzingis stepped up. Tim Hardaway stepped up. Thorin Finney-Smith stepped up. Jalen Brunson stepped up. It was it was a team effort in that fourth quarter for that game, right? You look at what the what the Knicks need to do. You look at this stat line from an Atlanta Hawks standpoint, and you see thirty from thirty plus from Trey Young, and you see maybe eighteen from Bog, um, from Bogdanovich, and everybody else just not there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's something that needs to happen, and I hope that the Knicks start to do it because I really didn't see it too much from them as much as no, I thought man. I was going to, based off of the other series that I've seen, because they know they should know what Trey Young is capable of. You know who's going to get that shot in the final. You know that was just too easy, and I and I think they know that, and they know they made the mistake. Um, you know, so I think they're gonna make they're gonna make adjustments going forward. But sure, that to me, sure. it's just crazy how much I've seen the double team uh, to start or sure, yeah. just be more uh, prominent in in the league so far. It 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 doesn't fail to make me laugh, right? You you can attach any name you want to the Hawks, right? And they're still the Atlanta Hawks. They're just not good, right? That's that's just what everybody <laughs> thinks, right? But you it's look, Paul Millsap. You look up and down this roster, and I'll tell you what, right? Like this is a good Atlanta Hawks team. Quinn Capella, John Collins, underrated guys. Kevin Herter, uh, you know DeAndre Hunter, Trey Young, um, Sweet Lou Will, right? Danilo, Danilo Gallinari. Yeah, and this is a this is a good roster, coached by a good coach in Nate McMillan, right? Not obviously. I always have a soft spot for my guy Nate, right? Pacers coach. But I do. If I do know one thing, it's that Nate McMillan can't win in the first round of the playoffs. 
Okay. Trust me, I know it. I know it like the back of my hand, okay? Yeah, and that wasn't me saying that, obviously, the rest of the Hawks are trash. Oh, no, it's just they didn't step it's, up yesterday. Well, no, as well. yeah, I just think that when you put those guys in pressure, pressure situations, like I was saying with the Warriors, I mean, um, who the hell hit that insane shot? A uh, kid from Villanova, I believe. I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now for some reason. But he hit that three and got his feet in to even send the game to overtime. Mm, yeah. And, I mean... A lot of the times you're going to put those guys in those those positions. I mean, they even put Draymond Green in the final shot in regulation, and that was that, that was, was like, I don't even know what that was. Dumpster, that was like holy a shit, that player, was terrible. Literally, yeah. but you see what I mean? Is, is they're going to try and make other guys? The reason we say, and the reason experts say, you get guys like the Lakers, and now even I'll even say the Suns and the Lakers and the Nets, right? Those teams that have even you could put the Clippers in there with multiple guys with multiple guys. You can't double. You know what I mean? When you have Katie, James Harden and Kyrie Irving on the same floor, who the fuck are you going to double? Nobody. You just got a man up when you got Kawhi and PG on the floor. Who are you going to double? You can't. I agree. It's when you have these one start based teams that rely on their guy. And we kind of saw it on, on what, um, with the Jazz last night. They don't yep. have their guy in Donovan Mitchell. Yep. And what happens? They get shocked. They get hit. The Grizzlies make the first blow, and John, Mar- John Moran, I'm on my Grizzly. Yeah. Air quotes, J. Cole. Yeah. I is. mean, holy John fuck. John Moran is awesome. That man he's, he's is making an absolute statement in the league, and I love it. He's awesome, dude. He's And, and, and cool thing about John Moran, too, side note, uh, not Knicks or Nets related, but, yo, he's he, he isn't a, a pure shooter, right? He's just a no. he's a slasher. He's a he's a playmaker, right? He just finds ways to get the ball in the basket and to make things happen, and I love that. Um, but you know, as far as the Knicks go, I wouldn't be too worried, right? Like it's not like the Knicks went out there and got series. blown out in Game One. They played great defense. There's a reason they're one of the best defensive teams in the league, and you know, a better game from Julius Randle, right? Like, I, and I really will. Re- I'm going to rely heavy on that. Julius Randle's been the reason that the Knicks have been this good this year, right? Yeah. Guys like Julius Randle, guys like Derrick Rose. Randle had a really, really, really bad game. 15 points on, and he struggled to even make the shots. He just that didn't he find made. his groove. <clears throat> Correct. Once once they get back to that, I feel like the, this is, and, and, and the last thing I'll say too is stats always balance themselves out, right? The Knicks won the first three matchups of the season. Give The, the Hawks were just bound to win one, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if they go out Wednesday night and they lose again, okay, maybe I'm a little concerned. But right now, sitting here on a Monday night, I'm not too worried. I'm okay. Um, going over to the other side of of New York, uh, Big Three came out, and and this is this is a sad thing for me, right? As far as the, the Nets and the Celtics go, because the Celtics just don't they they're just not it, right? It, Tatum's just trying so damn hard. And he came out so hot too. Like I was watching, yeah. I, that was the other game I was watching too. I watched probably the first or se- first and second quarter of the game, and I was watching at home with Jack, and because he's he's a Celtics fan, so it was right after the Mavericks, right, game. right. And you know we're sitting there. You know Tatum comes out, hits a shot right over Katie, right in his mouth. Yeah, Kemba comes back, hits hits back to back threes. We're like, holy shit! If they can keep this up the whole fucking series, this might be a series. Yeah, and then it just falls apart. I just it's just yeah, what happened. It's what's been the story of the Boston Celtics this year. And I'm kind of like, where does this come from? Is this I don't is know. this from Brad? Right. Is this from Brad Stevens? Or is this know. just the players not performing? 
I mean, this, I get they lose Jalen Brown, right? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. But for t- for Tatum to start out as high as he was, and then you finish six for twenty. What was Kemba five of sixteen? You know what I mean? Their bench isn't. I would I would say is not what no, it's, it's been. Not good. It's not good. But and I know Jason Jason Tatum has to score fifty every night for them to have a chance. That's against what this team. That's yeah, what it, any team. Pretty much any team, any top tier contender for this. I mean, for the run they have to make. I'll say I'll say thirty five. Yes, 50, 50 is excessive. I like thirty five, but Jason Tatum. I, I will agree on Jason the Tatum has to be perfect. Jason Tatum has to go off on 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 nights that they win against good teams. Exactly. And and I will. I wouldn't be surprised, right? And then we'll get into the actual game in the series. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics make big moves this offseason. Big moves. Yeah, Evan Fournier um, in it. No, that this team. I don't know what, and I I question it too, right? I'm not a Celtics fan. Uh, I actually despise the Celtics, but that's not the Celtics team that we know over the last five years. Yeah, they're always competing to for the conference finals or something. So for them to come out and get the seventh seed, and they're probably going to lose this series, I'd say four to one. Okay, but it something's just not right there, and everybody's saying it, right? Everybody's what what's going on. It, it, something's just off, but you know, as far as the Celtics go, I, I just I think it's going to be a series of they punch once and then the Nets punch back two times harder. I will also say though, as far as the Nets go, I wasn't impressed with their performance. Right, this is a team that is supposed to go to the NBA Finals. They're they're supposed to, not the Sixers, not the Bucks, not the Heat. The Nets. The Nets are supposed to go to the finals. Right? You get you put James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving on the court together. They should be going to the finals. And what I saw the other night was not a dominant performance from that team. This is a team that has Blake Griffin, Jeff Jeff Green, you know, Shamit. Like they have a lot of good players still. And for them to go out and it wasn't a it wasn't something where I'm where I'm like, wow, this is a great win for the Nets. Like this is what we expected. I'm like this looks like a team that really didn't put that big three together until the last week of the season. You got twenty five shots from KD, twenty from twenty from Kyrie. 20, Kyrie had a good game. I will say that Kyrie KD, usually has a good game. KD, I will say. yeah, KD struggled, and Harden five of thirteen still ends up with twenty one points, eight, eight assists, nine boards. I mean, that's what that's what they brought him in for. It's a different types of type of James Harden we're seeing, and I didn't think we were going to see it. No, so that's one thing that I think if Kevin Durant. Think about this. If Kevin Durant makes five more shots, he's got 40 plus, right? Sure, sure. You know what I mean? So this could have been a blowout. They just started off so slow. And I think they're still, how many games did they play together? Eight? What was it eight or nine? I think nine the stat now. was, right? Maybe nine. Right? Ten. So this isn't, you know, this is been around. Like you said, I mean, you had that post where it was like when one goes, the other, you know what I mean? Right. The other one comes back. Yep. This is the first time we're going to see, you know, assuming they all stay healthy. A long run with this team. They are still trying to figure out how to play with each other. In, they, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's so fresh. They're six and two. They haven't had a crazy amount of time to play with each other. And yes, they're all NBA All-Stars and all top, you know, ten players in the league, I would yeah, assume. I agree. But I agree. It, it's still not easy when you don't know how the other guy's gonna play with you. When you haven't played with them. I, I will say one thing that the Nets have to really figure out uh in order to, you know take it to the next level is how to play with each other when they're on the court, right? Not just 
it, because I feel like right what it what it really comes down to when when it's on the right now when they're on the court together it's I yo Kyrie you want to take this one that's what I mean and that's why they I, need to once they start playing together and not being on the court at the same time and playing iso ball this team is gonna take off they're gonna take off it's once they, once there. they're doing that they're gonna t- and we saw snippets of it right like you saw the other day. Probably the Blake Griffin behind the back, like half court pass, yeah, and, you know, and then the lob from from the you know into KD or whatever. that's a snippet of what's to come. If this team can all get, if they can all get on the same wavelength and they're playing basketball, team basketball, it's going to be scary. You know scary. what? You know what's I'm going to hold myself to what is I still believe, and I'm not saying he's got to come off the one of them has to come off the bench, but I'm saying that there needs to be a time. Because all three of these guys can't... I mean, obviously, they played 37, 36, and 39 minutes. That's a lot of the fucking game that they're all on the court. You don't want to be doing that to these guys right now. You know what I mean? I, I know they're... Kyrie, I don't think has a problem with it. Harden, I don't think has a problem. KD, in my opinion, should not be having the most minutes right now. At all. No. With how much injury he's had, should not be having the most amount of minutes. No, he shouldn't. These guys you know, play... These oh, guys have God. shown... That if they play hurt. better. These guys have shown that they play better with twos. They in do. twos. They do. They they feed off of each other. They get more they get more help. And other guys don't feel like that they're like the outcast taking shots away. Yeah. Blake Griffin didn't have a fucking shot attempt. <laughs> this man had one point in 20 minutes. Yeah. Jeff Green had three. You know what I mean? That's what the whole Yeah. Joe Harris 10. Joe Harris. Oh my God. You know what? It, uh. It's so weird to me. How how much different they play with two on the court than three on the court? It's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. Um, you know, I don't know. I I'm not worried about the Nets yet. No, I'm I not think worried. They need to. I think they need to figure it out quick, right? Because not every team is going to be a banged up Celtics team that's been playing off their uh, you know off their rhythm all year. I get. I I think they're going to beat this team pretty handily uh, in the series. But I do think when they get to a 76ers team. Or a Milwaukee team, right? Things are going to get a little choppy because these guys, those teams are good too. They're not, they're no cakewalks. Um, so you know, you figure it out against the Celtics, and then have that, have that ready for when you play a bigger team. Um, last thing I want to touch on, Ray, is is just Lakers, right? I mean, I know, I know the, the sky isn't falling. I get it. I know, but something is LeBron just getting a little old, man. You're just getting a little old. Um, no, Andre Drummond all. just can't play basketball. Okay, and this uh, that that to me is the worst one. Like this has been one of the worst fits, in my opinion, for LeBron. He's when when has he had a really good center? Chris Bosh. I mean, you could you could argue Power Shaq, forward. right? No, you could argue no, Shaq. No, 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 no. But that wasn't even one of his prime yeah, time. No, no, no. Yeah, you, know you can't mean? argue Shaq. So. No. When, why Why now, in his older years, would you think that he wants a fucking rebounding Davis, center? no. He can shoot. Would you say Anthony Davis is his best center? Yeah, but the thing... But or is he a center? A, a, a player like Andre Drummond, a rebounding guy in the paint that's going to clog LeBron's lane when he wants to go one-on-one and you want to clear him out. What has he always had around him that has made him successful? Shooters. Shooters. He has had Ray Allen. He's had Mike Miller. He's had James Jones. He's had anyone you any shooter possible, Kyle Corver. I mean, Christ, the guy's had every single person. 
And now, and now you got now we're left with Catavius uh, Caldwell Pope and Wesley Matthews going one of four off the bench, right? Let's look at the let's look at it. Kyle, Kyle, Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma, nineteen minutes, no, zero points. Where are we? What are we doing on the court? What about THT? I mean, Taylor LeBron Horton Tucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why, why is he getting minutes? But no, I mean, look. Here's the st- the stat that kind of stood out to me. 76 total field goal attempts from the Lakers. That was 10 less than the Suns. 10 less. And they lost by nine. Their possessions were not great. And I don't know what the issue was. The game just felt like it didn't have flow to it for the Lakers. I mean, 99-90, you feel like that's a very low scoring game for two teams that are, you know, where you have AD, LeBron James, Dennis Schroeder, you know, DeAndre, obviously Chris Paul and Booker on the court and in the same on the same court and a night where Devin Booker goes for 34. You know what I mean? So that's what this team is going to be. I mean, this Suns team is a very scary team to me. They play very good defense They that like Jay Crowder. I know he didn't have a great offensive night, but he caused problems on the defensive end. And I just think if I if I'm the Lakers, this team matches up with you too well. If you don't have if you have a guy besides Andre Drummond on the floor or you have another shooter or something like that, this matchup with with Aiton with Aiton on the floor is almost like a almost like a Warriors or LeBron's lineup in the in the past. You know what I mean? Where you have an athletic guy in AD who's there, who's your big guy and I obviously am not comparing Anthony Davis to Tristan Thompson, but if you look at it, Tristan Thompson was a guy who just either got rebounds and got out of the fucking way, you know what I mean? That's not what Drummond wants to do. Drummond wants also the ball. Yeah. And I think that's just a problem with him right now. So wrap this up for me, Ray. There's no way the Lakers lose this series, right? There's no way. I think there is. Who do you predict to win this series? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns because I told I I said the Lakers are gonna win the championship at the start of the year. Um, so I'm not gonna go back on it. But there's a serious chance that this could be four one. This is a seven game series. This could be a four-one. Okay, all right. If if they can't figure it out, and Devin Booker and Chris Paul is hitting shots where he is bobbling the ball for ninety-three percent of it, fucking awesome for ninety-three percent of it, jump jump stepping or jump whatever the fuck you want to call it, hop stepping. So it's awesome. jump hopping. He's so awesome. Hop step. Yeah, I mean, Chris Paul. Is it's so, going to be a long. DeAndre series. Ayton. Let me tell you. I told you, Ray. 10, I remember 10, telling 10, you. She's 21 16. I remember telling you Chris Paul was going to bring the best out of the Suns team, and he did. I mean, good for him. If if Anthony Davis is having 13, if AD, LeBron, and Schroeder are all having under 20 points, this is going to be a very quick series. It's going to be a quick This is going quick, to be a quick series. Very quick series. Well,. Let's enjoy the good things, right? Knicks are back in a couple of days. Yep. Nets are rolling. The Mavs New- are up 1-0. We yeah. didn't even talk about them. If we do Let's another episode Mavs. this week, I want to talk about the Mavs. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Any Given Fun Day. We will be back at some point in the near future. Ray, Ray's going away for a little while, so um, we'll be back. Uh, either I'll either be back here Monday with you guys, or maybe we'll do a little, little forward thinking, right? Maybe put a little episode out. Uh, maybe record on like a Friday and put it out on a Monday. Admit, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Who knows where we're at? But uh, 
Thank you for listening. Make sure you download, comment, rate, subscribe. Uh, you know, follow us on our social medias and uh, you know all that good stuff. Check out the website. We're always putting out blog posts. Agfpodcast.com. Uh, and just check out our, our great sponsors and everything else. Um, whoa, 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 wait. Make sure. Don't forget. Let the fun days roll. <laughs>